Welcome to Uncommon Vibes. My name is Michelle Shutter, and my intention is to support you in navigating and building your life with uncommon vibes. Because here's what I know. Navigating the transitions of life in common vibes will only get you more of what you don't want. Every transition, however big or small, creates a new normal for you. There are choices in the new normal, in the transitions, the choices that you get to make. Because without a doubt, there comes times in your life when your identity, your potential, and your fulfillment is challenged because you are transitioning through an upgrade to a new normal. What will you turn to? The common vibes that got you exactly where you are today? Or will you begin to build your vision and life with uncommon vibes? The uncommon vibes are what's needed to create new levels of aligned greatness in a heart-centered life. If you are ready to be uncommon, you're in the right place. Now, let's get building those uncommon vibes. Injecting these? How a lesson that I used to teach second graders still applies today. Now you might be wondering, injecting what? You know, considering everything that is floating around in social media and mainstream media about the, the comments that were made at the, the briefing with President Trump. So injecting what? And I'm not going, necessarily going down that path fully. And what is that lesson that I've been teaching second graders and it still applies today. Well, I'm glad you asked because that is exactly what we are going to talk about today on Uncommon Vibes. So welcome. My name is Michelle Schotter, the creator of Uncommon Vibes, where I believe we should be uncommon, live uncommon, and build our life with Uncommon Vibes. Now, if you're new here, welcome. If you have heard a podcast or seen a video of mine before, Welcome. Drop me a message or drop me a comment. Let me know where you're from. Would love to be able to connect with you and see exactly what you're taking away from this video. So as things pop up for you, feel free to comment or direct message me and let me know. So what am I talking about when I'm talking about like injecting this in, into yourself and what is that second grade lesson that still applies today? Well, when I was a second grade teacher, a lot of the focus was always on bullying, right? Like, how do we stop bullying? How do we stop bullying? And to be completely honest, that never really landed completely for me because how, how can we necessarily stop bullying? Because we can't control what the bullies are being injected with. And when I'm talking about injected with, I'm talking about um, hate. I'm talking about jealousy. I'm talking about anger. I'm talking about resentment. I'm talking about those feelings of being insecure. Right? We can't control their environment. We can't control the people that they're surrounded themselves with. And and many times, like it's their parents, right? So when I'm talking about second graders, I'm talking about like itty bitty seven seven and eight year olds. And so we can't control that. We can't control what goes into their body, what they're drinking, what they're eating, toxic body, toxic mind, right? Like we can't control all this. And yet the focus of so many is to control bullying, to stop bullying. But essentially like it's out of our control. So one of the things that I always wanted my second graders to know is that may never change. Bullying may never change. But that doesn't mean you have to match that energetic vibrational level. Because here's the thing, if 
the bully or people are injecting themselves with hatred, with anger, with insecurity, with jealousy, um, with revenge, there isn't enough space for then a greater quantity of higher energetic vibrations, meaning happiness and joy and hopefulness and optimism and enthusiasm. Because energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. So if I'm injecting that lower vibrational energy into myself, and that's expanding every time, that has to reduce the higher energetic vibrations. So keeping that in mind, like what I always would teach to my second graders, and I did this mostly when I was um, teaching my class solely. Like I didn't have a, a teaching partner. I didn't share a classroom with somebody. Like I did this mostly when I was um, had my class to myself. And what my message to them a lot of times was like, what can you control? You can control your actions. You can control how you react or respond. You can control whether or not you believe what that person is saying is truth. Now, and many times at the second grade level, right, it is more about what is being said, right? Those are the hurtful feelings. So many times what I would do is teach those kids to, instead of letting that thought land in you and sink into you, like why don't you take that thought and attach it to a cloud and just let it float away. And that wasn't an easy task, even for little itty bitties. And when we think about that, like that's almost heartbreaking in a sense, like little seven and eight year olds who had just minimal, less than a decade of their life, still were being dominated by these thoughts. And it, so the thoughts, a lot of times, like, it was so abstract in a sense for them. Like, how do I take this thought and, and attach it to a cloud and let it go? Well, it, it's, it comes down to choice. But then it was like, okay, what else could I do to make this um, a little bit more concrete for them? And so one of the, the lessons that I would do with them is let's take all these um, thoughts, all these words that are hurtful to you, that someone has said to you, or someone had, maybe even an action that someone has done to you, and let's write it on this index card. And when we would write it on the index card, we would attach it to a, a balloon, and then we would let it actually let, like float away into the sky. Now we did this by attaching, you know, cards to, multiple cards to a balloon, but you get the picture, right? Like it was something to give them more of a visual to let those thoughts go. Now, there was one student, and she's, I wish I could remember her name. I know it begins with an M, but I can picture her as plain as day, right? She was this beautiful, teeny tiny little um, seven or eight-year-old second grader, straight blonde hair, just beautiful blue eyes. But this girl had a brick wall built around her. At seven and eight years old, she had a brick wall, I kid you not, and to get inside that wall was nearly um, impossible. It took pretty much the entire year to begin to even break through part of that, and you can't help but think, like, what was injected in her, right? Was it how much hate was already in her, and anger, and insecurity, and jealousy, she had a home life where she was split between mom and boyfriend, dad and girlfriend, um, a lot of fighting, a lot of anger between those four people, um, a lot of words being expelled to her, 
um, not a whole lot of love. Um, she really had no sense of belonging, some abuse, like all of that. So you can't help but think, like, how many times was she being injected at seven or eight years old, right? And nobody teaches them how to process through that. Nobody teaches them. So how many shots of hatred? How many shots of anger was she feeling because of what was being done to her or what was not being done to her? Like she was, you could feel that she was oozing for love. Like she wanted so desperately to feel that love, but she was so guarded because she was so hurt in so many different ways. Now, the one looking back, like I wish I would have had my training in energy work and energy leadership so that we could have really dived more into the feelings of this because it's not just about the thoughts. And I think when we try to think positive sometimes, we're putting a band-aid on things rather than really going deeper and looking at some of those feelings. Because for this little girl, it was all those injections of the lower energetic vibrations were began to make a craving for her. It was like an addiction, like her body was craving it. And, and as I mentioned, like I didn't know how to teach about that emotion, like because emotion is just energy in motion, right? Like I didn't know how to teach little seven and eight year olds how to transform their their feelings, how to transform that energy. And what I what I think about now is like what is this girl like in her adulthood? You know, what is it like for her to have all of these shots essentially of this lower energetic vibration? Because now because her body was craving it at that age. Her body's going to continue to crave it into adulthood until she releases all that. Now, what do we, like, like just, you know, three ways, three quick ways how we handle our feelings. Like we, um, number one is either we suppress or repress, meaning we consciously don't want to deal with that, a feeling, or we unconsciously repress, don't want to deal with a feeling. Um, expression, meaning, you know, we can feel that in us and we let enough out to make us feel somewhat better, but we never truly get down to the bottom. We only release a little bit enough just to let that feeling um, not be as intense. Or we escape it, right? We want to avoid it. And I, you know, looking back, like those were so evident already in that little girl. And, you know, so again, like we're just, we're not taught how to process our feeling and, and how to let that go. And unfortunately, it's, you know, unconsciously, like, we don't even want that inner freedom because we're scared of it, in a sense. So I bring that up because um, of a post that I saw the other day. And I want to share it with you because, like, I totally get where this, where this is coming from. And it was a post um, about the whole, like, injecting disinfectant into your body that, you know, President Trump has said. And the woman that posted this had said, first aquarium cleaner, now this. And my response to that um, was really interesting. Um, and I'm going to pull it up so that I can just read it to you specifically. And... Um, you know, what I had said was, you know, here's what I find interesting. Out of two and a half hour briefing, the only thing that mainstream media could report on is a 20 to 30 seconds 
which I believed was not advice or a recommendation. Other people can interpret that how they want, and I'm cool with that. Um, Bill Bryan gave an excellent report on how heat and humidity can kill coronavirus, even shared the amount of time, just to give people another tool in their toolbox. But mainstream media was going to cover this, and I just said, hmm. So I just thought, you know, that was interesting. And so one woman replied to my comment, and she said, here, how's it being explained? with um, like an eye rolling emoji and repost. So you may have seen this, and I'm not gonna go through the whole repost of it, but first of all, the repost didn't include a name um, or anything. So when something doesn't include a name or like a source of where it came from, like right away that's kind of like, mm, okay, it's kind of like writing a letter to the editor and not signing your name. Like why would you not share it without a name or a source and why would you, send an anonymous letter without putting your name like if that's uh, if you believe that truly like stand behind it stand firm in yourself use your voice right and so it was a, a repost from a respiratory therapist talking about um that um it just different ideas to help combat um, the virus and that they do put medicine, you know, into the lungs. They inject lungs with medicine. It's um, sometimes antibiotics are injected right into the parts of the lung through a chest tube, you know, all this. So the, she copied this whole respiratory therapist, this um, post from a respiratory therapist. And, and I thought, you know, when I looked at it, of course, it was like, mm, it doesn't have a name. But when I read it, I'm like, you know what? Some good points. Thanks for sharing. And, um, and that's what I said, such great points and information, thank you for sharing, because now it just gave me another piece to research, right? Like, okay, like, let's look into this a little bit more. Are there other options? Are there more things in our toolbox or more tools that we can add to our toolbox? Because again, like one size doesn't fit all, like it's all about informed choice, one size doesn't fit all. And she came back and just said, I was sharing in a sarcastic way not to support the crazy old man who is our POS, I mean POTUS. Sorry, you didn't see the eye roll emoji next to the word explained. I hate him since I knew him from growing up in New York City. He was a POS then and continues to be now. Okay, and then she also said, it's too bad you seem like a really nice person, and I'm sure you are, but supporting Trump is supporting his racism and, an, and his mis, misogynist, nah, I can't talk, misogynistic views on women. And so I thought, okay, well, that's really interesting, right? That's really interesting. And, I, and so I just replied and I said, really interesting you went to judging me based on my reply, but I'm cool with that, okay? My original comment was about mainstream media, not about whether or not I support Trump and his choice of words. Your reply gave me more information to research to see if there's any truth to any additional therapy in what you were referring to, regardless of the eye roll emoji. And then I did put, it's too bad you see you seem like a really nice person, and I'm sure you are. Okay. But here's where this connects to my lesson that I used to give second graders. She has injected herself with a whole lot of hate. I hate him since I knew him from growing up in New York. So when you are 
have injected yourself with so much of that lower vibrational energy, there isn't enough room to allow anything else to come through unless you begin to transform that energy. So regardless of what somebody posts about Trump, she is solid in that because of what she's injected in her body. She at some point has probably never truly processed through some of those emotions. Now, that, that's interesting in itself, right? Like why can't we come onto social media and have open conversations and respect other people's point of views and be curious and ask questions and see things through multiple lenses other than just one? Why can't we do that? I believe that it traces back and it may trace back to being little, like this little, beautiful little girl that I had in second grade at one time. Like, how many times have we injected ourselves? And all those injections begin to create, you know, like lump together. So we're repeating that over and over and over again. And it's almost like our body is becoming addicted to that feeling. And we're looking for things, whether it's on social media or in our life, to fulfill that feeling in us. Because she can judge me. Like, I'm cool with that. It's okay. I'm cool with that. But how many times then has she injected judgment into herself? Whether it's self-judgment, judgment of others. And again, I don't have judgment on her. Like, it's completely fine. I'm cool with that. I just was so interesting that my original comment had nothing to do with supporting Trump, and that was the, the way that she responded. So here's what I want you to consider here is, what are you injecting into your body consciously and unconsciously in terms of energetic vibrational levels, right? If you are in that space of hatred, of anger, of jealousy, of insecurity, of guilt, of blame, of shame, like, and you're allowing that to grow within you, you're missing out because energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. So if you're taking up that capacity of energy and it's all that, that lower vibrational energy, it, it's going to break down somewhere, somehow. It's going to show up in you somewhere, somehow. So if you're injecting yourself with a ton of anger and everything you're sharing is about anger, well, it's no surprise then that you're an angry person, right? Like, and again, like, that's okay. But you get to make that choice as to when you want to stop it, when you want to move through it. You know, how many times have you repeated that pattern? How is this pattern showing up for you when you see other posts, other Facebook comments? Is that pattern a trigger for you? Because I saw that post, I'm angry already, and that's just making me angrier. 
right? Like it's, it's feeding that, that feeling in your body. It's like that craving that your body needs. How is it showing up for you when you want to get your health on track? How is it showing up for you if you want, you know, starting a business, you want to do something new? How is it showing up for you if you're becoming a coach? How is it showing up for you if you're going for a goal? You're committing to something new. Because your capacity, if your capacity is filled with that lower vibrational energy and you don't know how to neutralize some of that energy or allow it to move through you and you're holding on to it rather than surrendering it and letting it go, your capacity is filled up. So what you may want to consider, if any of this resonates with you, if any of this lands with you, it's just consider spending some time and looking to see exactly what you have been injecting in your body. What have you been injecting in your body the last six weeks? <laughs> what have you been inject what did you inject in your body in you know your early 20s? What did you inject in your body in your teenage, your adolescent, your elementary years? And some of that is out of your control. Right, because when you were little like that, like you didn't get it. You didn't get it. But it's the buildup of that over time that is impacting people significantly. You know, the one thing I can offer you now is as you begin to look at those in injections in a sense, it's just allow yourself to feel that feeling. If, if it's surrounded around a place of hurt, Allow yourself to feel the hurt, whatever that looks like for you. If it's around a, a space of hate, just allow yourself to feel that hate and do it without self-judging yourself, okay? Allow yourself a, a chance to relieve some of that pressure that has been building up inside. Because some of this is coming at us right now fast and furious, and the pressure inside us is intensifying. But when we can release that pressure and really be free of the feeling, like that's where we transform the energy. That's where we can let go. That's where we attach that feeling, or when I was talking to my second graders, that thought to a cloud and we can let it go. And we all deserve to surrender. We all deserve to be able to let go of those feelings, those emotions, those vibrational energy levels that do not serve us at our highest level. Because those are some of the blocks that are keeping us from our true voice, our true self, the fullest expression of who we truly are. So, that's a wrap for today. That was my lesson that I used to teach second graders. And I truly believe it is a, it's a powerful lesson. Um, I wish I still had contact with that little girl I was referring to in um, earlier in this episode because I would love to see where she is today and to see if perhaps somebody else was able to truly knock down some of that other brick wall, some of the other brick walls that was supporting her, surrounding her. Um, and she did it for safety, right? She did it for safety. And when you drill down far enough, you will realize, especially for women, that when our safety, 
our security or our trust is somehow threatened in some way, that's when we begin to inject those lower vibrational energies into ourselves. So um, love to hear what you're taking away. If you're looking for some additional support around this, because as a, as a coach, as an energy leadership coach, it is not about staying in a problem. It's really about transforming that energy and moving into a solution and moving into those levels that serve us at a higher, um, higher, what do I want to say here? I think just maybe right now, just the higher level, the more expansive level. So that's it. That's it for today. My wish for you is that you be uncommon, live uncommon, and build your life with uncommon vibes. Until next time, see you soon. So I want to share something really interesting with you. After I finished recording that episode, I got another reply back on that thread that I shared with you in previously. And it was from that woman again, and she was apologizing, um, sincerely apologizing for what she had said. And I thought, wow, you know, first of all, kudos to her, right? That took a lot of courage, a lot of um, vulnerability, a lot of bravery to come to that point and, and post that publicly. So I thought, wow, kudos to her. And then secondly, I thought, you know, that really also has a lot to do with what energetic state that you're in because like attracts like. So had I gone off and bashed her and like dug my nails into her and said, you know nothing about me. Why, why are you accusing me of this and blah, 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 rather than approaching it as a higher vibrational energy and just stating, you know, this is what I see. This is interesting. I'm not sure why you're judging me, but I'm okay with that. Notice the difference. Notice what happened in a, in a reply. So I just wanted to share that with you real quickly as an add-on to this episode because like energy attracts like energy. If we are injecting ourselves with things, with hatred, with anger, um, with resentment, with judgment, like all of that, we're just creating an addiction in our body and we have to create things in our life then that are a direct match that create that. And remember, energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. So once we begin to really become aware and be conscious of what kind of energy we have, what we're holding on to, that's when the transformation starts to begin, right? Like that's where like the gold in all of this is. So holding on to those feelings, holding on to those emotions and not changing the energy around them is not helping us, right? It is hurting us more. And, you know, we think of, you know, a quick injection um, can be lethal in some cases, but this, injecting this over time is, is lethal as well, just, just in a different way. The buildup of it over time becomes lethal for us. So again, spend some time looking at what is being injected into you um, presently, in the past, go through all those years <laughs> into childhood, even if you can, and just see where all that is connected, see where all of that is 
forming almost like a snowball, right? It's getting bigger. It gets bigger and bigger over time. And allow yourself the inner freedom. Allow yourself to experience inner freedom because truly you deserve that. You deserve that in so many, so many ways. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think it's really powerful how collectively we definitely can shift things. So sending light and love to all of you. Hope you have an amazing day. Hey, it's Michelle. Thanks for tuning in today. My wish for you is that you begin to identify the parts of your life where you are leading with common vibes and change that to leading with uncommon vibes so that you can create aligned greatness in a heart-centered life. I would be extremely honored if you would share this with a friend, a sister, a brother, a colleague, a neighbor, a co-worker, a workout buddy, someone that you are connected with to help get this message out and start to shift into uncommon vibe living. Until next time, go out and build your life with 